the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plum Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H.com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. In the broadcast today, I'll talk with Tom McMahon of the Berean Call, going to discuss mysticism and the coming one-world religion. Should be a pretty fascinating and insightful conversation here. And you can reach out to me to share your thoughts, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you want to share some end-of-the-year support with this listener-supported radio ministry. Just reach out at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com, and I can assist you with that. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Support for The Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Abundant Life Landscape, your irrigation repair specialist. Call them at 619-277-2410. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. Support for The Plum Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. On today's edition of The Plum Line, I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and I'm joined on the broadcast by T.A. McMahon. And T.A. is with the ministry, The Berean Call, one of my favorite ministries. And he serves as president and executive director with The Berean Call, a ministry established by Dave Hunt, whom I've read and shared a lot of material from Dave Hunt. And T.A. as well has written uh, lots of books and materials, too, with The Berean Call. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, T.A. Thanks for being on. It's really my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, this visit here, and we're going to talk about something that I have not addressed, at least not in the vein that you share about it anyway, on the plumb line yet out of the many programs that we've covered. It is based on some columns called Mysticism and the Coming World Religion. There are three parts, and I'm going to say right off the bat that the listener can find these at thebereancall.org, thebereancall.org. Just put in Mysticism in the search bar there, and it'll come up, and these have been revised. They originally published in 2016 and have been revised earlier this year with some new material and the like. And so uh, let's begin really simple and basic, though, because the the title there, Mysticism in the Coming World Religion, may be a little mystical to (laughs) to some people. Uh, Maybe you can explain just a little bit of an overview before we dig in deeply on what do we even mean by this title here. I I think you got to get back to really a basic understanding of what's taking place. 
you know, Jay, what I love about what you do and, you know, and Carl, you know, Carl Kirby and the guys that I've mentioned to you, it really has to do with, we're talking God's word here. It's the absolute truth. Anything that's not consistent with God's word is false. It's a lie. And in the huge lie, we could go back to, as the scripture talks about the lie, which has to do with a false belief, a belief that we are God. Okay, where did that start? Well, actually, it started in heaven. It started in heaven because Lucifer, in terms of what he believed, was that he would be as the Most High. So basically, you have the truth of God's Word, which is the absolute truth, and that which man or created beings, that is Lucifer, put forth a teaching that he was as God. Well, that began in heaven. But what happened? The adversary, Satan, brought it to earth, and he promoted that idea to Eve. Well, (laughs) so you have the truth of God's word, which is absolute, and then it's being added to by the adversary who brings it to earth and feeds it to Eve. So what's the problem? The problem is it is the lie, and you can track that lie from Genesis chapter 3, all the way through to the Antichrist. So when we're talking about mysticism, we have the truth of God's word versus the lie. And the lie is something that, you know, uh, Satan is called the uh, the father of lies. Everything that comes from him is uh, not of the truth. So consequently, that lie, we can see, well, it's tracked all the way through the scriptures and ends up as, you know, with the Antichrist promoting himself to be God and promoting that, the idea. So what is mysticism? Mysticism is the belief, the false idea, the lie taught by the adversary. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's contrary to God's word, which is the truth. So again, Jay, it's, it's really simple. You either have the truth, which is God's word, or you have the lies that are promoted, advanced by Satan throughout the history of the world. So what's really stunning about this is that as the lie is promoted, it has infected absolutely everything that the world is bought into. Now, if our audience wants a, a good example of this today, look what's going on. Look what's being promoted. Look what the world is buying into. And these things, uh, whereas they used to be at least subtle and esoteric, right now are what? They're billboard. They're promoted. And it isn't just the world, let's say, in our country, you know, the ideas, you know, we call it the left and the right and, you know, and and so on. (laughs) The problem is, is that they pervade everything. They are lies that are beyond belief because, you know, they're becoming absurdity to the max. And all anybody has to do, I mean, I'm not into the media, although, you know, that's my background, but you can recognize how ridiculous, how absurd all these things that are being promoted for. Mm. They're, they're lies. Yeah, well, thank you for demystifying that to start us off here. That helps us to understand just what we mean by that term, because a lot of people are probably confused. What do we even mean by mysticism? And that really simplifies it for us. Basically, and you kind of start off the first part of this series saying this, that in the last days prior to Christ's return, a religion will appear that will deceive virtually the entire world into following it. It will be led by the Antichrist, the beast who will be worshipped as God during the tribulation. And so 
we're going to talk more about that. That's the mysticism that you're mentioning here. But I want to start kind of where you also start in asking this question that you ask, and that is my understanding of Scripture is that the bride of Christ will be removed from the earth in the rapture, in a pre-trib rapture, and I'm gaining that's your understanding as well from what you say here. And so why do we, you know, what value is this even for the believer to study and think about this coming world religion? Well, first of all, I'm trying to, again, simplify this. We recognize that there is going to be just simple reading of Scripture, that there's going to be an Antichrist, he's going to appear. It's a person, okay? He's going to promote an idea and, and promote it through, throughout the world. As a matter of fact, behind all of this is the adversary, Satan. And what does it say about him? It says that he recognizes, this is uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, it says he knows his time is short. He know, and he's going to pour out his wrath on the earth. Okay, the good news is that's the end of him. But the bad news is we have to deal with this until, well, for, for those of us who are pre-trib rapture, we're being taken out of here by the Lord. Okay, we won't have, to, we're not subjected to that. We're not subjected to God's wrath. Okay, so the, the church uh, is, has been taken to heaven. But in the interim, those who, prior to that taking place, prior, prior to the rapture taking place, we're going to see him pouring out his wrath. And the, you know, so I think the best way to say it is, I, I remember a pastor saying, I'm pre-trib, but I'm not pre-trouble. Okay. <laughs> so, that, you know, to me, that, that really identifies my view that, yes, we're going to have to go through, through, through some things till the Lord takes us out. Okay. And he is going to take us out. That's an absolute. So we're not going to be subjected to the wrath of God. No, he loves us. And, you know, he, his son paid the full penalty for our sins and we're going to spend eternity with him. But prior to the rapture taking place, there's going to be, and there is trouble. Just, you know, check it out for yourself. The church has not done what God would have us do. There are all kinds of issues that are taking place that the body of Christ has not really dealt with or as, as avoided and so on. You know, we see that going on. Yet we are still enabled by the Holy Spirit to deal with these issues that are taking place. Jay, if we're willing. You know, so it, it may be pre-trouble in the sense that we're not doing what God has enabled us to do and what we're supposed to do. That's where the trouble issue comes in. So we're going to have to deal with that prior to the Lord comes for us, takes us out in the pre-trib raptures. So. Mm, yeah. Let me pose a couple of other reasons, I guess, that may be important for us to understand what you've written about here in this mysticism and the coming world religion. And one is that we could be wrong. I don't anticipate that we are, but you and I and the others who hold to pre-trib rapture could be wrong, and thus we may go through the tribulation. And so it certainly would be good to know exactly what you share about what will happen during that time. But also, the other one I think that's more important to me, and Anyway, is that there are going to be people who go through and experience the one world religion and the other facets of the tribulation. And we want to be able, as people who love other humans, we want to be able to warn them and because there will be people saved during the tribulation. And so maybe one that we warned, you know, they, they didn't get saved before, but maybe they'll get saved during the tribulation, right? Well, you know, that's true. Obviously, 
for those who take a position that not only could be problematic for it, but we may have to go through the tribulation. You know, I would encourage people if they're wrestling with that issue, and we all have to come to a perspective on that, you know, well, we're held accountable for what we believe. However, <laughs> you just need to search the scriptures. To me, it's a foregone conclusion, uh, not for just the reasons that you pointed out or the things that something that I've been teaching about, and that is, if that's the case, we still have an obligation. Jay, why are we here? God has us here for a purpose, and that is to evangelize, to bring people to Christ. Now, even, you know, for example, with regard to what the Lord would have us do, he would have us minister in what we're doing now, even if we're taken out of here, you know, which I believe we will be, through the rapture, we still have issues that we're left that we kind of left behind with. In other words, they minister, they, they teach people as to what is taking place. You know, Jay, one of the sad issues that I recognize in the church today is that very few people are teaching eschatology. Right. Well, what is eschatology? It's, it's what the Bible says, not what Dave Hunt or you, Jay, or me. It's not what we say. It's what does the Word of God say about how things are going to play out. Well, if we've laid and established those things from the Word of God, yet we're taken out, we still have the teachings of Scripture or the teachings of the books that people have written that have a correct biblical view of eschatology, how the last days are going to play out. And if you don't have that, well, you're up for whatever anybody thinks, whatever anybody teaches, as opposed to the truth, the Word of God. Exactly. Mm. Well, and we'll continue. We're going to have to go to a break here, but I want to continue on just a little bit more about the definition of mysticism, which you bring up in this column, and then how it's so appealing and how it's leading to this one world religion that will come about. Again, folks can find these columns, I guess it's a three-part series, at the BereanCall.org, the BereanCall.org, if they would like more information about this. And I would love to have you uh, stick around here and... And reach out to me as well at this email address, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Proverbs Payments is a partner with The Plumline in helping me to raise the funds necessary for broadcasting this gospel-proclaiming show. Proverbs Payments is a Christian credit card processing company who is kingdom-focused instead of profit-focused. To learn about how they can benefit your business or ministry, visit ProverbsPayments.com. Thanks for joining me for The Plumline. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and I'm joined by T.A. McMahon today. He is the president and executive director of Berean Call, an Oregon-based ministry that addresses, well, a lot of different you know topics, just like the Plum Line does, but many of them eschatological in nature. We just talked about the need for more eschatological instruction or doctrine within churches in particular and seminaries, and boy, there just has been a dearth of that uh, in our world today. And yet, we want to spend some time discussing it here on the Plum Line and looking at a column, Mysticism and the Coming World Religion. You can find this at thebereancall.org if you want to follow along. But in there, uh, T.A., you have a definition of mysticism from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, which says, the belief that direct knowledge of God, spiritual truth, or ultimate reality 
reality can be attained through subjective experience, such as intuition or insight, and it adds that it is vague speculation, a belief without sound basis. Now, (laughs) with a definition like that, you would think uh, common sense would say, why would anyone want to be involved in mysticism? But yet it has a great appeal, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and that's the problem. You know, as as we said in our first, you know, when we first got started, if once you get into something that's subjective, experiential, then anything goes, everything's up for grabs. It's not based on what we mentioned earlier. We mentioned that God's word is objective truth. It is absolute truth. Anything else, well, it's a lie. So consequently, when you buy into something that is subjective, that is based on insights, intuition, you know, and another definition talks about it's dreamy confusion. As a matter of fact, one of the definitions of mysticism is confusion. Why? Well, because if anything goes, if it's all based on feelings, if it's all based on what you desire and what you want, but not based on the objective truth of God's word, you know, it's la-la land. As a matter of fact, um, as you know, we'll, we'll deal with this certainly in, in some of our, our, our next programs. It has to do with altered states of consciousness. You remember the, the Word of God talks about in the last days, it talks about pharmakia, which is an altered state of consciousness, which is reached through drugs. It, you know, it's feelings oriented, but it has no basis. You know, we could get into down the line, we could talk about what's called psychotherapy, which is men's ideas on how to solve men's problems and so on. But it's subjective. It has nothing to do with science, true science. It has all to do with feelings. So <laughs> where is this going? Well, it, the, the adversary has to take it into the realm of intuition, of feelings. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with somebody like many that I've had where they say, well, Tom, I, I recognize what you said. And, uh, you know, it seemed to make sense. It seemed to, to be objective and so on. But I'm sorry, Tom. I just don't feel that way. Mm. Guess what, Jay? Mm. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> you, you know, you, can, you you know. Obviously, their feelings can be right or wrong, but that's not the issue. The issue is it's what they feel, and you can't have a conversation with anybody that gets to objective truth. Mm. Objective truth is the word of God. Yeah. So by your description and this discussion we're having, it seems to me that we're already there where mysticism has taken over and become the one world religion. Yeah. You know, sometimes I mention to people and I have to explain it. I said, look, the problem is that if you are into this way of approaching things, that is the end of apologetics. Okay. I've been in apologetics ministry for, for 40 years. Okay. And when I tell people, hey, it's over. Now, it's not over for those who have a love for the truth. Okay. But for the most part, people buy into that because they have to. Because that's the, look, isn't Satan the father of lies? In other words, there's no truth in him. There's none. So what can he bring to the table in terms of uh, pushing a, a program, pushing something that that he believes will convert people to his way of seeing things. If it's all lies, 
then there's no truth involved. Now, I'm not trying to make a, this an additional mystery of this, but that's, that's his only avenue. That's the only way he can go about it. And he has, and that's his easiest way to convince the world to take, to move away from God's word, from, from, to move away from God's truth. It's, it's, uh, it's his only game plan. But his, over, his game plan is and will convince the world. We talked about uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 12. He knows his time is at hand. It's over. It's moving in that direction. Now, how long that's going to take, I don't know. But, you know, just check out Revelation 12, 12. And, and you, can, you can see, well, he's pouring out his wrath on the earth. So it's going to be an ugly time. And it's going to take place, for the most part, with the most power after the rapture takes place and the church is taken out of the way. Mm, right, right. Well, there's one other major aspect here of part one of your column that I'm hoping to get through in this second of four segments that we've got. And it is this question of, so how can religions that really are based upon, you know, fundamental right and wrong decrees and legalistic, as I think the way you describe it, things, uh, religions like Catholicism, even Islam with its Sharia laws, and how how can those be taken over or controlled by mysticism so that they be folded in also to this one world religion? Well, you know, um, one of the things that we've, we've seen, you know, as I mentioned, I've been in apologetics ministry for, you know, close to 40 years. Now, plus, I grew up Roman Catholic, 30 years of Roman Catholic. And one of the things uh, when I when I got converted to Roman, uh, sorry, converted from Roman Catholicism, one of the things that I r- recognized from my background and my upbringing is that at the beginning, Roman Catholicism was, okay, was and is obligatory belief system. In other words, the things that I believed as a Roman Catholic, I had to go, th- I had to go through by the rules, the laws, the objective truth, what the church, what the church taught me. And, but then that, that altered a little bit. And that was in the 1960s. Uh, it had to do with Vatican II. Vatican II altered the Catholic church promotion and belief in terms of that it, it promoted before it was the laws, the rules of the Catholic church. But right after Vatican II, it shifted to now it's not the laws and the rules, but it has to do with what you felt, what you desired, and so on. You know, the Roman Catholic Church has been has shifted its gears. It's moved into what's called the Desert Fathers. In other words, this is a subjective form of belief system that had to do with these guys who thought they were following Jesus. They went out into the desert. Uh, they tried to duke it out with with the devil, you know, which in, in in their ideas of following Jesus. But they, obviously, that's like a bad joke. They couldn't do it. They became mystics. So, and then the evangelical church, one of their promotions are, are by their mystics. And in, in, in the process, their mystics then put out something that comes back to what we've what we've been addressing, what we've been talking about. It's subjective. It has nothing to do with objective truth. Uh, it has to do with, again, mysticism, a belief. 
in the, uh, you know, we have that that's moved into the evangelical church. It's called the contemplative movement, right. Richard Foster, right. Richard Foster and many others. So that's where it's got to go. Why? Well, because as I said earlier, the adversary has no truth. He has no truth. He, he's promoting a program that's purely subjective, purely uh, feelings-oriented, intuition, all of these things. And, Jay, as these things take hold, which you, you mentioned before, they are taking hold. We can see it all over the place. Stuff that it isn't just that it doesn't make sense. It's the theater of the absurd. But that's okay because you can't argue with it. It's not a, you know, it's not an apologetic. It's just something that, well, you know, I mean, like I said, how many people that you've talked to that uh, immediately it doesn't go to the word of God, truth, objective truth. It goes to their feelings. Right. You can get away with a lot on that. And even to the point of absurdity, and isn't that where we are today? The transgender stuff. I mean, we could go down a, a list of stuff that is so ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, and seems to evade pure common sense even, doesn't, you know, it's things that you don't even think, you know, you can understand these are people of the world, they don't have, you know, scriptural knowledge and wisdom and insight, but even beyond that, they don't have common sense either, because these things are just right. completely against common sense. So, well, yeah, and we'll get into that probably a little bit more here, but I want to tackle in the next segment here just how it's uh, infiltrated uh, this mysticism, and you started to bring this up a little bit, the evangelical church uh, even, and so we'll dig into that aspect on the Plumb Line, so stay with me. Again, you can reach me at this email address, theplumblineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumblineradio at gmail.com. By the way, if maybe you just flipped on the radio here and tuned in and realized you missed the first half of this, you can find it at places where you go for podcasts just go to spotify for example put in the plumb line with jay rudolph and you could probably put in mysticism as the search word there to make sure you find the right edition here and listen to this broadcast or any other edition of the plumb line the plumb line has been sponsored by reasons for hope check them out at r4h.com Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com